That's right. Happy Monday, boys and girls. Good morning. Good morning. So excited to be here. It's, we're in the new studio space. We're, we're in the new studio space. Our Wi-Fi speed is incredible. I'm so excited about it. So excited. So excited. Glad got, you guys could join in. We've got a ton to talk about today. It's uh, It's been a tough week. It's been a tough week for many. It's been a divided week, but we are here to unite because yesterday was Sunday. And this, this right here, this is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show, a caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Good morning, boys and girls. What a great day. It's been okay so far. What? I mean, spent you, you more pick, time with you than you I'd picked me up from Panera to. this morning. I did. Put, you were about two hours late. Based on your clock, it's fine. I I wanted to sleep. We spent so much time together yesterday, so that I just I needed to sleep in. I was tired. Yesterday was a long day. I left the house at like eight thirty in the morning, and I got home. At like five, it was like a regular American work day yesterday, and it was Sunday. It was a long day. It was a long. It was a good day. It was a fun day. It was we, a long day. We both preached. We did. And then you you came up to Lakeview. Did you hear the tail end of my sermon? I did. I heard when, you. When did you come in? I was looking for you. Well, when I got to Lakeview, I made a beeline to the restroom because I had a large coffee. Oh boy! Before our service here, and I was in such a hurry to get up to you. We were doing something <sighs> together. We had to. We it was time sensitive. So I packed up my gear, I ran up to Lakeview, and uh, I got in there. I don't know, you were yelling about something. I was not yelling. You were yelling at your people about taking pants off? Like, it was... It was was not in tongues, but he was yelling, and there was, like, talking about people with their pants off. It was a weird sermon. Okay, people did remove their pants, but... In the sermon, not, like, in the congregation. You need to specify. Hey, wild things happen at Lakeview. Acts chapter 19, verses 8 through 20. You will have some naked people running around. Uh, Brent wants to know how many Urban Meyer references there's going to be since uh, he's going to be the new Jags coach. I'm I'm trying to hold off on the rumor mill right now. I'm just holding my breath. (laughs) Looking forward to the new season. Your your, your wife says that uh, she knew that you were a vampire. Total Edward vibes. Listen. (sighs) Sam Rudkin, butt naked. If anybody appreciates (laughs) a good Twilight reference, it's me. That's true. I know what you are. I want to hear you say it I, out loud. I know what you are. Vampire. No, I didn't actually. Never. Is that what you want me to say? Read, read a book, Tim. Gosh. I saw the movies one time, and it was read, the midnight premiere of all the movies with my wife. Read a book, Tim. I do Audible. They're great. If on, on Audible, you can get through all those Twilight. Listen, the person that reads the Twilight audiobooks, her name is Ileana Kadushin, and she's brilliant. I'm terrified that you knew that. <laughs> As is everyone watching right now. uh, Behind Jim Dale, probably the best audiobook reader in the genre, Ileana Kadushin. Check check out her work. It's really good stuff. It's really, really good stuff. Good morning, everybody. I'm Andrew. I'm Tim. We do this each and every Monday. We we hang. Every single Monday. And we talk all things uh, about the week in ministry that was. That's what we just said in that video. It's what we do. Yeah. We, do we talk about the week that was, the ministry that was? It's not about us, really. It's it's about you. A little bit about us. Not really. It, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. We meant to do this on the pre-show during our prep. I forgot words there. 
this is like a personal thing between the two of us. I'm sorry, Tim. Yep. You borrowed that buffalo costume from me, and I I, I don't know what you're going to use it for, but it gets really toasty under there. So you might want to try wearing it without a shirt this time. Just saying. When you're wearing that buffalo costume. Are you going to need the buffalo costume back? Probably not. But okay. what, whatever you are using it for, mm-hmm. I that's, that's your business. I'm just saying. It gets really hot under that costume. Probably go shirtless. You got it. Okay. Anyway, so it's been a weird week. It's been a weird week. Is our background music still just rock and roll? <laughs> um, no. That's okay. just That's just us. Oh, I wish it was still going. Yeah. Why has it been a weird week, buddy? Um, it's been a weird week because I don't know if you've uh casting to my Nest Hub Max. Love you guys. Wow. That is next level. That's very next level. Well, you guys, I mean, wherever you're watching, go ahead and screenshot it, tag us. We want to <laughs> we want to see where you're watching you know the that morning thing after that, ministry. That every church was trying to do at the beginning of COVID like, <laughs> "Hey, still do that." Hey, if you tag us, we'll share it. Uh, look, if you're if you're oh, watching on a Nest Hub Max, content. Uh, if you have a you know newer generation <laughs> Apple TV, you can have Facebook Watch on that. Um, just say there's so many ways to watch. Team Jacob or Team Edward? I mean, mooks, mooks or boobies? Books or movies? What? <laughs> books or movies? You say boobies? <laughs> I did say okay. movies. I meant to say books or movies, and it came out mooks or boobies. <laughs> in the in the books, it was a long day yesterday. It was a long day yesterday. In the in the books, clearly, team team Edward. But in the movies, Taylor Lautner's performance is spectacular, and I think he moves the needle a little bit. He does. You know, still. He ended up with who he's supposed to end up with. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but for all you. Uh, Renesmee heads out there. It's a it's a powerful love story. It's a stupid name, but a powerful love story. Tim, CJ put this on his work calendar each week. There it you is, go. It is part of his it's work. work day. It's work. It's like it's on his work calendar. It, we're talking ministry. This isn't even on my work calendar. <laughs> it, I don't have a work calendar, but no, you don't. I, I'm I just, do. I'm a very disorganized person. Back in the day when there was exactly one ministry podcast worth watching or listening to, the Download Youth Ministry podcast, as it was, and actually I think it was the Brent's wondering why you had to drink this morning, Andrew. It's a Panera coffee. I signed up on T-Mobile Tuesday in November, and I can have. Does it come with a CVS receipt? <laughs> it does. It's pretty ridiculous. Mmm. <laughs> why? But uh. I just lost my train of thought because I was talking about my CVS receipt coffee. <laughs> That's all I've had. I've had coffee. But the back when it was the Simply YM show and then mm, carrying on mm-hmm. into the DYM show, they would always say, just enough youth ministry so you don't feel guilty watching. I, remember. I would say that's what this is. It's just enough ministry. We're talking ministry. We're all talking ministry. the weekend ministry that sure. was. But <clears throat> I hope you're entertained and it's a fun way to start off your work week. Also, is it bad that it's like 11? So most people have been working for a few hours. <laughs> Whatever. Really, you don't really get going until about you don't, 11. I don't get going Monday morning. I don't get going most mornings. I'm not a morning person, Tim. Takes a lot to get Andrew going. Tim, are you trying to show me what we're talking about? No, I was just show notes. I was moving phone. my phone. My phone's in the way of the show notes. Mm-hmm. I've, we've got several several items we up have on the agenda. Four today. items on our show notes. I am. I'm still trying to figure out post COVID media. I mean, we're still mid COVID. Like, so we're what, still. We're not. We're not beyond COVID. We're not beyond COVID. And yesterday was a weird day. And I know, like. I spent several years in Texas. You did. All of my Texas people had their 
you know, they had like a blizzard through Central Texas yesterday. So I was seeing everybody's pictures of, you know, their puppy playing in snow for the first time or, or you know, the different churches that had these beautiful shots of here's our church covered in snow, yeah. but stay home because the roads aren't safe. We didn't have snow, but it was cold yesterday. It was cold. We It was cold. And so we're, we're trying to we, – we keep like feeling like we're about to have momentum to get back to normal on Sunday mornings, then something will happen, and then um, – on Christmas Eve, we had an outdoor component, and it worked out really well. And so we had some people say, hey, this would work on a Sunday morning. We would love to do this. But not yesterday. And so last Sunday morning, it poured, and so we couldn't do it then. And then we had the everything set up to do the outdoor component to our service Yesterday and it was 48 degrees at 10 a.m. and I know 48 degrees for lots of people throughout the country. I'm like, oh, that's that's wonderful. That's you know, put on a puffer vest and grab a cup of coffee. But 48 degrees, it was cold. And we're we're two blocks from the water. There's a it's it's cold. And so yesterday was kind of a bummer. It was so you didn't get to do your your outdoor showing. And we had several people that were going to come to that that were like, oh, I'm just going to watch at home. And so it was just kind of a suck the. Suck the momentum out of what the room kind of Sunday. What are you doing for your work week meeting? So right now I try to schedule all my meetings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Dylan's right there. That counts, right? I mean, that does count. But I, are you are you meeting in person with peoples? Are you are you not? Are you? I meet with Dylan. We had lunch on Wednesday yesterday. Yesterday. We had lunch on Wednesday last week. My last, last Tuesday was, was four meetings back to back to back. And cool. it was all, they were all phone call meetings. And it was about four hours of I, I don't know. It was it was weird. Like I was exhausted after a day of phone calls. I, I, I think a lot of meetings are kind of as needed, and a lot of them are. Hey, let's let's even even my elders meetings are. We might have a forty five minute Zoom once a month, but more often than not, it's. So do you not here's schedule detailed, out? We we had. No, we don't have anything scheduled out right now, just because of the COVID world. That so we like, live if someone in. were to walk up to the church office, do you genuinely like? generally take them like if it's a just an appointment or more often than not okay we, we had, had a walk up last and, week and we chatted and, for about 10 minutes par- i prayed for him then we scheduled out a, an actual meeting yeah and if so if someone's trying to talk to me on sunday morning or something sunday morning yeah, that's tough. then it's hey let's uh let's sit down this week and talk when's a good day that works for you but truth be told i don't i don't keep a lot of blocked time in the work week so if someone comes in and is like, hey, do you have 10 minutes for me? Which, of course, means do you have an hour for me? Every time. Um, I typically can, and part of that is small church. I keep things flexible so that you do. that can You happen. keep things flexible because you are flexible. I'm Derry flexible says, person. in all my life living in a four-season climate, I have never said the phrase, quote, put on a puffer vest. Starting today, though, I, I plan to find a way to say it daily. I love me a good puffer vest. You're welcome. I mean... My favorite, like iconic Andrew looks of all time. There was a there was a long uh, there was a long sweater vest phase that I'm not really proud of. I blame Dawson's Creek for that. But the puffer vest, it just it makes you feel rigid and outdoorsy. It's like you're wearing a sleeping bag, but you still can like get breeze to your armpits. I don't know if I've hot. ever seen you in a puffer vest. We don't do many outdoorsy activities together. You put me in a kayak, puffer vest in a kayak. Yeah, like we're camping or something. Like, like if if it's like if I need to put on a life jacket, I'll put on a life jacket. But if I just Andrew puffer like, vest or cardigan, ooh, indoors or outdoors, it depends. I love both. This any I any love fashion so many, tips you might need. You know where to go. <laughs> I love so many layers, Tim. I, I'm someone that loves layers. It's, I'm I'm a chubby kid that tries to hide it. So give me layers to hide behind. That's the name of my autobiography. 
Give me layers to hide behind the Andrew Larson story. Ghost written by Steve Dylan. says, haven't tuned in for a bit. Love the fresh cut, Andrew. It's a good you fade. Know, Did you go to see Bruce? I went and saw, actually, Toddy, Bruce's dad, got okay, me, okay, got me yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and my wife said to me so lovingly the other day, Andrew, unless you really like your hair like that, I would prefer that you don't get the skin fade. Just stick with a half fade. It's not called a half fade. I, I don't, whatever. I don't know. It's That's a one fade or a two no, fade. See, I, do, I do a half. Half of a, like it's half, half of a one. It's half of a one. It's a half, yeah, and it's between a one and a skin. And so my wife would prefer that. You know, she doesn't like to uh, get prickly when she touches the back of my head. The, the Peaky Blinders guys all have the same cut, so I'm just going to take a like a screenshot and show it to Brett, my barber, and say, "Can we just do this?" I just need. I go in there and I tell him every time, I'm like, whatever you think, as long as you can somehow make me look less fat and balding than I do right now, I'll love it. And Ronald Long says the subtitle for Andrew's new book, The Pastor's Guide to Being Authentic. There you go. I, the, the Chubby Kid Chronicles Pastor's Guide to Being Authentic. I think it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be really, really good. And Todd found the title of the episode. Thanks, Todd. Put on uh, a puffer vest. Yep. Put on a puffer vest or we, we can. Give Me Layers to Hide Behind. Either one's going to work. We will mm. retitle that. I like the Give Me Layers to Hide we, Behind. I think that one really fits this down. episode. We'll, we'll go in and change this after the show is done so it'll be changed on Facebook. Um, and then when you're checking out the show um, on iTunes right now, you're like, what are you talking about? This has always been called Give Me Layers to Hide Behind. CJ's now wondering if you can give us your best British accent. I think it's because I brought up I don't have Peaky one. Blinders. I've got lo- Lovely. It's pretty good. Or I I don't do a, Australian, but I don't, I'll take I don't it. do a British accent or an English accent. I do Scottish. All of my accent work is based on Desmond from Lost, and it's just like his one word responses. Gosh, I love Desmond. I lo- like. I'll see you in the next life, brother. Oh, just gets me right in the feels. I love you, Penny. <laughs> I love you, Penny. We should just do Lost lines for an entire hour. My favorite tote bag ever is not Penny's tote. It was just the best. Where does Lost rank in your favorite TV shows? Top three. Easy. What are the Top other two? two? Oh, it just depends. Do you want to categorize them? Like, no. sitcoms, different story. But, like... Yeah. I If if your brain... Like, I, I have this debate... Long-form storytelling, Lost is way up there. In, in my minus head. Minus the last three episodes. Some, I, see, I didn't, I didn't mind them. It was one of those things. When you go back and watch it... See, but kind of like Game of Thrones. It's like, if you go back and watch it, it's like, okay, what else were they going to do? Like, you can't... You have to land the plane. Hey, oh, lost. You do have to land the plane. Or, um, yeah. But I, I sometimes wonder to myself, if I could erase my memory mm-hmm. and experience one thing again, I hate to say this. Sometimes I wonder if I erased my memory and watched Star Wars again for the very first time, if I would love it as much. You know, so much of it is based on the nostalgia of, of my childhood and all that stuff. And I just wonder if I would be like, what? Like, if it was... So if my brain was reset, I was watching Star Wars for the first time, I'd be like, all right, this is weird kind of nerdy sci-fi. I don't know if I'd be into it. Uh, but you would still be into but Lost. But Lost, I think Lost or Harry Potter would be the things that if I could completely reset my brain and experience something again for the very first time, it would be one of those. I think Breaking Bad would be up there yeah. as shows. Breaking Bad was up there. Um, what was the first like complete binge you had? Like you, you didn't watch the season live, but when you got on Netflix, you binged the entire series. I watched Melissa and I watched the first three seasons of The Office in about ten days. 
when you had we never were, seen The Office. Um, I think I had seen like bits and pieces of it, but this was when Netflix was still sending out DVDs. I remember <laughs> Better Call Saul, Steve. Yes, a, a, wow, so good. Wow, so and and my wife doesn't want to get into it. Like she did all of Breaking Bad, but she just she's like, I feel like I've lived this universe. I don't need to go back and do. It's Better a, Call Saul. It's a different it's so form of good. storytelling. It's a little bit slower pace, but it is and just you, and it's great good. because you know where it's you know where it's going to end up. I love that. But it's still good. I feel like there should be a sermon beginning with the end in mind. There should yeah, th- there should be a sermon metaphor for these great TV shows. <sighs> Todd says mine was lost. Literally watched season four in about twenty six hours. Todd, I was at True Story. Uh, we Stephanie and I had binged seasons one, two, and three, and I was at the opening of Best Buy. When the Blu-ray was released of season four, I had just been let go from a ministry position. Season four was so good. And we binged season four. Start to finish, did not sleep. So we we were in seminary in 2010, right before the... Cobra Kai. I have not Cobra Kai yet. I want to. But right before the final season came out, we got back from Florida because we would come here for Christmas. And when we got back to Texas, our pipes had frozen. And which is, which, which is a, a bad thing. And so we were in the Red Roof Inn about a mile from our house while we had no plumbing at our house. And one of our good seminary friends, Alyssa and Jordan Pratt, who are not watching, but what's up, guys? Um, they were like, you guys have to start the show. And so that was the first thing that we had ever just binge start to finish on Netflix. Uh, Melissa says Gilmore Girls well, was your first binge with DVDs. DVDs. DVD which is binge. great. It's a great show. The DVD binge was great. Austin, Friday Night Lights, how could I forget? Oh, gosh. I did binge Friday Night Lights. What a great show. It got a little weird when he went to another country looking for, like, shark's blood to rehab his legs. Like, things got odd. That that one episode was was like... I was so confused. I thought you were talking about Coach Taylor at first. I was like, wait, that didn't happen. He went to another high school. No, 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 Okay, yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. The weird road trip and... Yeah, with with, uh, Herc... Who was also a white supremacist on Breaking Bad, which is so weird. There were so many Breaking Bad Friday Night Light carryovers. It was bizarre. Yeah. I love television. I know you do. It's a great... You watch way too much I, of I it. I do. I like long-form storytelling. Long-form storytelling Speaking is Speaking of long-form storytelling, Tim, you expanded your sermon yesterday. I, I did. You, you threw in a couple hundred extra words. It was 2,400 words. I'd have to go back and, and, and count, but I spoke more than my typical of 2,400 words. Usually would get me about 25 to 27 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think I went about 33 minutes yesterday. So I I don't know. I think I added a little bit to the end, mm-hmm. and it was a little different each service. It just kind of, I you know, let the Holy Spirit work but there. But sometimes you take a look at the clock, and you're like, okay, if I don't stretch this out, we're going to have a 42-minute service. Yeah. And uh, well, we brought back uh, some hymns yesterday, which were awesome. Which are great, but they're not long. Exactly. You think, oh, I'm doing three songs, but there's no bridge. Right. So it's just a little <laughs> bit of a shorter. What, it's, it's what there's no bridge. You're right. I figured it out. I solved the hymn thing. Verse, Maybe that's course, why Chris course, Tomlin course, always. Uh, but no bridge, but, course, course. That's why Chris Tomlin, not just for the extra copyright, it's uh, that he can make it extend to a full length track on his Steve album. Steve just lost his salvation. Currently binging Game of Thrones. Steve you can get it back, buddy. Don't worry. Listen, Richard Parks and Rec. Yes, I, I did Steve, Parks and Rec live. I, I think that was, that I was, was like, my first, par- that was my I first think sitcom 
sitcom and drama are two very different things. They are. At my, my previous church, things were, were getting kind of rough, and oh, I should talk about this. My my mentor, my, my senior pastor, Pastor Dave Miller, uh, passed away this weekend, and that was very, very hard. His service is, is next week. Mm. But towards the end of my time at Faith, there were issues not at all with Pastor Dave, but with some other people. And Melissa could tell that I was having a hard time because if I'm like happy and things are going well, I want to watch a drama because like there's no real drama in my life. So give me drama on television. And when things are frustrating and tricky, I'm going to either rewatch How I Met Your Mother, Scrubs, or The Office. Stephanie's trying to get me to binge Schitt's Creek. She's watched the so, entire what? series twice. What? Is that how you pronounce so we that? Can't, we can't say that on this show. Skits. S-C-H. It's okay to say that. It's okay to, it's okay to say that. <laughs> Look. Derry's first binge was 24 or Prison Break, 2006 called. I did I did Prison Break because uh, there were a couple kids in my youth group that were yep. super into it. And first season was great. And then it was like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, was not into the... Weren't you a Heroes guy, too? I was. See, I don't know that I've ever finished. I H- Heroes Season 1... I, I did Heroes Season 1, Episode 1. Oh, I don't think uh, I did. No, like, you have to get to the high school to make Heroes Season 1. But Heroes Season 1 is still, I think, one of the best single seasons of television ever. Season 2 was good, but that was the short, the strike-shortened year. And then 3 and 4 were just... Yeah. It was... Todd's uh, loving the good place. Yes, mm. we're we're going through the good we, place right now. We could use some Jack Bauer. Boys rules. I've new girled recently with my wife. It's a great show. Sister Maddie and I are gossip girling. Dylan and Maddie are gossip girling. <sighs> or if you want a little bit of Pride and Prejudice with Gossip Girl, you can Bridgerton. It's basically Gossip Girl two hundred years ago. Chernobyl, Austin. Yes. Wow. Yes, but. But is that a t- that, that's not a TV okay, show? Okay, we can that's go miniseries. But miniseries still count. Yeah, there's just so many. Sarah Plain and Tall was a miniseries. Shout out to everybody that lived through the nineties. Kathy watched an entire season of Twenty Four in three days. I could hear the intro beat everywhere I went for days. Arrested Development, yes. I just really like binging shows. Jake likes to pretend Heroes got canceled after season one. <laughs> It was just like, but season one was so incredible. Like still, like there there are times I think Heroes is on IMDb for free right now. Mm. And so um, I'll like, I'll watch it and I'll get midway through season two. And then I just can't continue because I know how bad it's about to get. We've really struck a nerve. I mean, everyone is commenting here. talking about their shows. We should just just do this every week. Just show up, talk about what we're watching. It's a season of show watching. Well, it's COVID. The movie theaters are closed. You can't go anywhere, so you might as well stay at home and watch really good TV. Do you feel like the golden age of television has sponsored coronavirus? Like we've it's possible. We've been in the golden age of television for the past eight or ten years. And Bluey. Thank you, CJ. I'm glad you brought that up. He says his toddler Listen, loves Bluey, but let's be honest. Bluey, my entire household Bluey loves Bluey. Bluey is the best dad show there is. I mean, The Bluey toys that came out just before Christmas, we, we had to all scoop of them. all of those up. We have so good. Lewis, my youngest, will do his please face all the time. And so, you know, if he wants something, he'll do his please face, and he'll just, like, he shakes. I don't know where he learned it, but, yes. Cam, has, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, all the way. Have you Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I broke, every time I'm on, so a, every time I am on a Delta flight, I Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You start from the beginning. And I laugh so hard. I'm like, this, is, this show gets me. I need to watch everybody. I also have zero convictions. About, I had to go back and rewatch Die Hard start to finish because of Brooklyn Nine. I have zero convictions about piracy. I will popcorn time. I you know if I don't have whatever streaming service, I'll find it. 
And and so like there's no excuse for me to have not done Brooklyn Nine Nine. I just have never done Brooklyn Nine Nine for whatever reason. Do you not I Hulu? I don't Hulu. I uh, Netflix, Amazon, and HBO. I I've, I've watched episodes and I love it. But, but Mandalorian. See, but you can't binge Mandalorian because it's still weekly. Well, which is great. No, seasons one and two are done. Yes, yeah. Melissa had not done it and decided that she wanted to, and so I think she did it in about two weeks. It was, you know, I think it was more like four days. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> There's not a whole lot of week or ministry that was talk happening there was right a now. Whole lot. I mean, maybe your week consisted of television. I love television. That's possible, right? I love it. Andrew, you you told me that you um you've been talking to some lonely pastors lately. Well, I mean you. Okay, remember those yeah. phone calls I did yeah. last week? Yeah. I one of those phone calls was from a lonely pastor in another city who I, I had never met, but we were able to connect, and I I felt bad for the guy because well, he did he didn't have this, yeah. and I, my my advice to him was you need to find this, like mm-hmm. you need to have connection with other pastors and ministry leaders outside of your ministry context. I, I'll, I'll skip ahead in our show notes a little bit, but you know we had we had someone who left our church this past week, and it and it sucks. It's not good and it's not fun. It yeah. was it was incredibly healthy, and I'm incredibly grateful for how it happened. It was you know we we sat down and we we talked, and it was like you know here's what we're feeling, here's what we're thinking as a family, and um and you know he gave me all these reasons, and I was like I can't really disagree with any of your reasons. Basically, it was we love the mission and the vision of where this church is headed. We just can't wait for it to get to that point. Right now, our kids are only young once, and yeah. so. You know, whereas yes, things are better than they were, and they're moving in the right direction. That doesn't mean that we want to, you know, we we want to go someplace that's established. And it's hard to argue with that when you're kind of in revitalization mode. But part of that that was so hard was not just you know here's a family who we love leaving our church, but it's a family that we were super close to. Like we took our kids trick or treating and and together, and we we like these uh, we we love these people. Yeah. And one of the things that I said to you and kind of debriefing how that went was. This is, I think, part of the reason why pastors are so lonely, because you can only guard yourself against against it so much before you kind of put up a wall of, oh, well, I can't really become super, super close with people in my church because statistically three years from now they won't be in the church anymore, and or statistically five years from now I'll be in another place, and so it's it's tough. Like pastors getting lonely was a thing before COVID. I know. And now, like, like, amplified yeah, to the max. It's a good thing we don't follow any CDC guidelines and we do the show sitting right next to each other every week. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good piece of uh, sanity. But it's it's the conversation I had with the, a young pastor last week. Like He didn't feel like he could connect in the way he needed to connect with anyone in his yeah, church like, body for obvious reasons. Yeah, like... Hey everybody! I'm you know twenty something, thirty something, forty something. Here's my real life marriage struggles and all this stuff. And now let me be your spiritual authority. It's Cam says we had a large it's a family, grandparents, parents, grandchildren, roughly ten people sent a letter this week saying they Ugh. were leaving. That that means you're talking about the generations that, of yeah potential church members. And that's it's hard enough when the it's hard enough when like when you're the cool single guy that plays a guitar leaves and you're like oh yeah, man I'm even if they've only him. been there for six months yeah. or a year it's but still when tough. someone's you know been a member and they've been invested and it's and it's not like and there's also like if you know you screwed up like you know you broke a relationship or something happens like okay yeah but then when someone's like no, no 
we need to do what's best for our family and we love you, but this isn't what's best for our family right now. Right. It's like, ugh. Steve says, uh, definitely in need of some youth pastor hangout and decompressing venting yeah. encouragement right now. Hey, we're, yeah. we're here every Monday. This is That's legitimately why we do this This show. is one of the reasons one, we do that. One of these days we'll get sponsors and make money, but Cam, I am then, so we're sorry. just uh, hanging out. They were consistent and very dependable leaders. That's another one when a leader... <laughs> It's when, one thing when a family leaves, but when a, like a solid ministry leader has I, I to step can away. I still quote almost verbatim the email of my go-to leader um, at my previous church when it was, hey, time to go. And it was like a little thing that had upset somebody, and I didn't realize that they were upset about something. Yeah. And, it, and it wasn't my fault. I had fallen on the sword for somebody else and kind of like taken it and then got the, hey, because of this, this, and this, I'm out. And it was, oh. Gosh, but it's it's part of what makes ministry lonely. It is, and it's like well, but then when you pour all of your relationships into your friends that don't go to your church, and you're like, hey, this is my support group; these are my people. Well, then does it devalue what the church is? So, no. as as the pastor and the pastor's family, are you supposed to put yourself out there to then just fully expect to deal with the emotional trauma? constantly it's a tough balance because it's, you want to have friends in your church body who you can connect with yeah. and you can open up to and, and talk with but you also know that things happen well and let's be real here we're gonna have nine teenagers at one time between the two of us teenagers do stupid things and guess who teenagers typically do stupid things to? other teenagers so there's to a and with there's a period 10 years from now or eight years from now when we will have nine teenagers between the two of us. Yep. And something that our kid does that hurts somebody else's feelings can cause them to leave. And that's a bizarre thing, too. So not only is it we want to protect our church, we want to protect our family, but then it's my kid's reputation versus your kid's reputation. And it's— Yeah. I, Andrew, I have already experienced that. I, I let my son eat— eat some communion bread once mm -hmm. a, a few years back and I posted on social media about not letting the, the bread go to waste and we had church members who were not terribly thrilled with a with a post like that. Oh wow. My kids like loved coming after kids church. Dad, is there any more bread? As a kid yeah, buddy. that's I lived on that stuff. Ha, have you, the little wafers. Oh, gross. I don't I mean, we Southern we, Baptist we had like, like we, the giant th thing that I would like break apart. We had that at Lakeview, which yeah, has been awesome. That was great. But COVID ruined communion. Cam says, I found you guys in October and you helped so much. Cam. That's stop. In stop incredibly it. nice to Cam say. Cam has blocked out hit this window on Mondays to hang out with us, you guys, I, you gals. I love that. And I love hanging and having the conversations each and every week. But um, Matt says, it's hard around the only person in the church in my 20s yeah. and all the families are tight clicks. I get it. Andrew, how many years were you on a church staff where you were the youngest on the church staff? Um, Two years. I mean, it was years. And then, let's see, and then I interned at like a super cool church where there were like eight interns at one time, um, all in the youth ministry. So that yeah. was easier. But then, um, and so when I came to, when I came to faith, the associate pastor was younger than I was. So I came to faith at 29 um, or 28. I was 28, I think, when we got to faith. And the associate pastor was 26 right out of seminary, but he went to Princeton. So you don't you don't need work experience if you have an Ivy League degree. Mm -hmm. And so that was really nice because he and his wife were at the exact same life stage as me and Melissa. So that was, that was nice. So really, I think only four years or five years was I the actual youngest person um, 
Matt says, I was lonely as well. Started reaching out to other youth pastors in my area, and now all seven of us, this this is great, we meet every Thursday morning and talk. That is awesome. I get it. And and I love that, and that's that's why we do what we do. But the question is that that I've just been wrestling with this week is, this is wonderful, and it's so life-giving, but then does it take away from the relationships with people in the church? Or is it just, you know, it's a life stage issue. Nobody's going to understand what it's like to be a 30-something pastor with a bunch of kids at home better than another 30-something pastor with a bunch of kids at home. I get it. Yeah. Steve says, I lead our local network, but most of my best friends have moved on. And that's, yeah. Yeah. That's another part of it. I mean, how many how many ministry networks have we been a part of where we now look back and think, none was, of those guys fun. and gals are in ministry anymore? I, I, one thing that, I'm trying to think of what book it was that I was reading, but... It was, it was, I remember the class, it was in my, it was in like a Christian education class at Dallas, yeah. and it was kind of talking about relationships in ministry, mm-hmm. and it was this idea that the vast majority of relationship ministries that you're going to have are going to be for a season. Yeah. Your relationship with your family is permanent, but most ministry relationships are for a season, and that's okay. And it's hard to think that way, but- it is. But that's okay. Like, you know, I, I look at my, my dear friend Dylan, and right now I spend hours and hours and hours with him every week, and it's wonderful, and we're buddies. We hang out. I hope there's a little bit of mentorship in there that he's picking up on as to, you know, here's what it looks like to be doing ministry and to be doing family and marriage this way. Sure. But chances are two years from now he's going to be somewhere else getting paid a whole lot more money, and I'll text him once or twice a month like, hey, 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 miss you. But we won't be getting lunch twice a week anymore. These are similar to our church relationships because I think we all in our ministry seasons have times where we have that go-to volunteer. Yeah, there's that person that like you just lean on. It's like that is, and I can think of you know four guys off the top of my head since Mm -hmm. I've been at Lakeview who I have leaned on heavily for for seasons at a time. Yeah, one of which Jamie Height still 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 one of those guys who's been just a rock for us for many years. He literally is the rock. He's He's a big. He's a big man. So strong. Every church needs a family like the Heights. I, I, I tell agree. everybody that. I a agree. Really strong drummer. True story. I call him Big Bass because we were at Dave and Buster's once, and he won like the thousand ticket thing, like the the fishing thing, the Bassmaster. He won a thousand tickets, so I started calling him Big Bass. And the and nickname just, stuck at my church. And it's such a funny nickname. <laughs> People still call him Big Bass from from that event. Jake uh, says, "Been working. Oh, sorry. Been here seven years, and at first was the young guy who had seasoned mm-hmm. folks to look up to." All of those are gone now and not in ministry. We we're just talking about that. Now I've helped start a new network, but COVID has killed the momentum. Still meet uh, with a few now, but uh, it's definitely life giving. Cam says this is what I'm here for. Needed it. This we weren't, you know, especially with our goofy intro. We weren't planning on being so deep and serious today, but I mean, I'm glad we had, we had a couple I'm, of I'm, topics. I'm glad that, we got there, and, and it, it bleeds into the next one of living publicly because. Andrew, you and I have both kind of uh, just who's just who's down for uh, to morning after ministry text group. Like we have a text group. Several that. of those people, several of those people are, are watching right now, and it is life giving. The the text group that we're in with a bunch of other pastors. Melissa says Andrew's also really good at keeping up with people. I, Melissa, I try. it's it's scary how good Andrew is at that. I and it's something that for I don't know for whatever reason it's something that I care deeply about. Like there's a lot of things I'm not going to be the best at. But I'm going to know how people are doing and, and where they are wherever I can. Richard says, so Dylan's not expected to stay longer than two years. Dylan, I would love for Dylan to stay as long as he would want to. I know how much I pay Dylan right now. And uh, he's about that's to true. graduate and get married. That's true. And, uh, you know, that's part of part of it's being at a little church. Yep. 
And it's like, as yes, the church is growing and things are, are going mostly good, but kind of like the family that left, like you can stick around and wait for things to be the way that we hope they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you can, some people want to buy a fixer upper and some people want to buy something that's move-in ready. And I get it. There's no wrong answer. You do what's best for you. So I, I hope that if I cannot provide a full-time income for Dylan, that another awesome church will. I love you, Dylan. I'll hug you later. It'll be great. No kiss. COVID. It's the it's not the holy kiss thing that I'm afraid of. It's the COVID. It's the Rona. You're just a you're just a good pastor all around, buddy. Eh. Just appreciate you. I mean, I don't yell at people to lose fights and take off pants. That was a Matt Chandler quote. It was really funny. It was a funny quote. Oh, I had our other funny one that I was going to say today when we were talking yesterday. We were we were going to start. I think because we did our our green screen intro, right? I didn't get to say the other thing I was going to say. How. Thank you all for tuning in on Facebook. This is our last week on Facebook because we'll be moving the show to Parlor next week. Well, at least you were able to I, throw it in there now. I thought it was really funny yesterday. Maybe I was just tired, but it's still funny. The idea of moving our show to Parlor just really made me laugh. That's funny. We're we're not going to do that. Why would we? Do I don't that? think so. I mean, yeah. I, Dylan says no one. I don't think you're allowed to go to Parlor yeah, at this point. I think Parlor's banned. Um, uh, Andrew, I have on here living publicly. I know. I know this about is, it. I know all about it. We've hit this before. Smacked it. There's. <laughs> I think should, there's a reason. Do you remember that, when I said mooks and boobies? Gosh, Andrew, that spawned a 30 minute conversation on TV and Twilight. Television, audiobooks. And now Edward Cullen is Batman. It's so weird. Just why I gave my Batman voice, I guess. I guess so. All right, I'm sorry. You were saying no, something serious okay. again. I, it's not serious. It's not that serious. It is serious. When you choose to live publicly, mostly on social media, mm-hmm. you have also accepted that you will get DMs from time to time of people who do not agree with the way you live your life. Uh, I get it. And I and, and you live like, I live kind of publicly. You live way more publicly than I do. I do. I I do. I, probably I, it's probably that age gap, you know, I'm so much older and wiser than you or I just have stopped posting as much stuff as I used to. It could be to an unhealthy degree at times. I, I don't. I don't try to post been, extreme content. I've been meaning like, to tell you. I've been meaning to. Sit it's you mostly down. just a day no, in the life. Like, it's like yeah. Here I am playing games with my kids. Here's. But I think that's what people want to see. Like no one wants to see. You know, look how great my life is. But the, the day the just, the real stuff is what I think people the want to normal see. every day. And then from time to time, there are people who disagree with. The way I live my life. So how do you how do you respond to those DMs, those comments of those people who just don't don't really see things the way right. you do? I'm, do you respond? I, sometimes, sometimes I wait to respond, mm-hmm. and it's like mm, I'm gonna. I'm asking Andrew because if you know Andrew, he's he's a. Are you a nine? I'm a nine. I'm he's a, a peacekeeper. I'm a peacemaker, but I'm also really snarky. I'm, okay, no, no, no. Like, Andrew's really snarky to me about. Whatever yeah. that DM or comment was, but I'm, he will never actually say that to I'm the, the person. I'm the one that I win so many arguments in the shower. Not like you know, we were talking about shower squats in the comments earlier. <laughs> I, lunges. lunges. I'm sorry, that was in honor of you, Derry Prinkert. Ronald um, says, and sometimes you get called in for a meeting about those posts. Ronald, let me tell you <laughs> about the meetings I've had about the morning after ministry show. <laughs> True story. Oh boy, um, <laughs> it's you know I don't. It, I don't think there's a right answer. I think like in so many things in our world right now, whether it be COVID or p- 
political talk or whatever, there's no right answer. There's only wrong answers. And so whatever you do, it's going to be wrong to somebody. But you have to do something. You know, it's like right. the right. I can't do no- I, I can't do nothing. Yeah. But whatever I do, someone's not going to like it. So the option is do do nothing. And I like I've been I've been called out multiple times for just being excessively upbeat and happy during mm-hmm. seasons where I probably shouldn't be. Like yeah. when we went through the big pastoral transition and there's been, you know, some yeah, of my like, posts during COVID. Yeah. It's like, are, are you supposed to be this happy right now? Like, or, or, <laughs> or it was your dad's birthday and you guys went to That's Fenway. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, our church is in trouble. Like, but my dad's birthday was been on the calendar since the day he was born. Right. So, like, so I get that there is pain and suffering in the world and there always will be. Are we, are we allowed to still experience joy and gifts from our, our, our heavenly dad? Or like, how does that, like, I, I still hurt for do people you say, who hurt. Do you say daddy God when you pray? Daddy God and baby Jesus. That's, <laughs> those are the only two that I pray to. I feel like there's a little bit of heresy there, but I, whatever. I, that's not what I say. I know. I, I know. I, this I is think, a tough season. I think the answer is yes to everything. It's yes, we need to lament publicly more than we do. Yes, we need to have public joy more than we do. Yes, we need to restrain ourselves more than we do. Yes, we need to empathize. But the I I got a D in my first college psychology class. Like it was <laughs> it was not good. Um and part of it was at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, that's tough. Look, Dr. DeWitt, I know you're watching right now. I know you're Dr. DeWitt watches every episode. You're not at Clearwater Christian College anymore because that school doesn't exist, but Ouch. you're Ouch. chairing the department at Cedarville, which is a way better school and I'm proud of you, but the class was at 7.30 in the morning, and when you pulled me aside and said, you know, I'm just surprised, based on having your sister in my classes before, is this the the work level I should expect out of you? I still remember that conversation, and uh, why does it matter? Grade my paper. I'm over it. So but, you get a bad grade because of the start time? Uh, well, it was, it was a 7.30 in the morning class. I get it. How am I supposed to actually care? I, so I say all that to say, I'm, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a psychologist, but... I did much better in my biblical counseling classes in seminary, but I I think just armchair psychology, when people are lashing out at you for something that you post or for how you live, there's a whole lot bigger picture going on. There's a whole lot bigger thing going on in their life. One of the things that I always say is it's bangs after a breakup. Um, what? Ba- hair, bangs. Like, you know, a girl goes through a ba- breakup and then okay, gets, I, gets a- I'm talking about like a rebound get, or- okay, No, no. Gotcha. <laughs> Wow. Uh, you know, someone changes their hairstyle after a breakup, and it's one of those things where there's a whole lot going on in their life that they can't control, and so they want to make a change that they can control. Yeah. And I think lashing out, especially at the pastor, is one of those things where it's like, I don't feel like I'm in control in a whole lot of areas of my life right now. So here, so I'm frustrated about a whole lot of other things, but going after you is something that I can control and something that I can tangibly feel like I'm doing about it. Yeah. And so I'm... I'm usually pretty good at when someone goes after me for something, reading, okay, here's their circumstances, here's a whole lot more going on. Now, if you go after my wife or my kids, that's a different story. That's then, tough. You know, that's tough. I'm the that, same way. You can, like, yeah. come at me. That's I, I get it. Stephanie says, I've recently, oh boy, I've recently, and this is true, lost family members and close friends because they did not agree with my parenting decisions they saw on Tim's Instagram feed. Oh man. So that's fun. I love when people feel like they are better at parenting my children than I am, especially when it's based on a 20-second Instagram story so they know all the things behind it. 
Tim. <laughs> I'm just going to deliver us out of Speaking this. of real life. Tim, we've got a new sponsor this week. Let's talk about that. And by new sponsor, I mean we have a five-year-old resource on the DYM store that's making a resurgence, so we figured we'd talk about it. It's the one-year, one-click bundle, Tim. What a great resource. Everything you could possibly need for an entire year's worth of programming. 50 weeks of programming, teaching. Programming. In small groups with a whole lot of games. Sermons, games, in there. small groups, graphics. We could, we could read some you know compelling copy, although let's be some of those in there are, are kind of stinkers. I'm looking at you, ask.him. Do you remember ask.fm? It was a thing that kids were doing. I remember working on that graphic. Uh, look, we could sell this for two hundred and thirty-five bucks. No, we couldn't. If we wanted to. No, we couldn't. <laughs> we totally couldn't. But DYM sells it for fifty, and they give us a few. Less than a dollar a week. That's it's less That's than a, a dollar. Although I think it's actually fifty right now. It's not forty-nine ninety-nine anymore. So fifty now it, bucks. Now it is a dollar a week. But it's don't. still fifty-two weeks. Still less than a dollar a week, which is less than we make on it. I am going to. Uh, I'm going to read you just a review here on the site of this resource. This is an actual resource that Rachel wrote. Okay. Um, she said... An actual every, review. This is an actual review. Okay. Every series of theirs is seriously so good. Y'all are great content writers. I mean, creative, theologically sound content with graphics. Amazing resources. You guys actually may be why I am a DYM member. Whoa. No offense to Josh and Doug. Whoa. Look, if you... It's the new year. You've got a new budget. Wow. Take care of everything all at once. One year, one click bundle, 50 weeks of teaching and small groups with graphics and all the good stuff wow. you And need. the first person to DM us who needs this gets it for free. One person. Go. I don't know that we actually have a file with all this. We'd I have, do. You do? I okay. It. I was going to say, because I don't have a Dropbox with this. I would have to like send 50 individual Dropbox links. I might have it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you stuff. Just uh, DM one of us. Uh, Tim, DYM University. Hashtag train your team. Get all your leaders thinking, talking, breathing the same air. I believe, what was her name? Jordan Sparks. She won American Idol. She said it's kind of hard to breathe. No air. No air. This is exactly like that. DYMU. No air. Learn that Jordan Sparks song. Jordan Sparks, DYMU. Give Central. You didn't... (laughs) Sorry, I was reading the comments. Centrally give. That's all I ever say to this one. There you go. Give you central. Said the rest. I was like, I'm waiting for you to say it. I was reading. Are high school kids doing ask.fm again? No, someone was just saying, remember this. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, my fiance. Yeah. Um, it was Centrally give. Give central. Easiest way to collect tithes and offerings, registrations and payments. Look, if you need to collect funds for your church ministry or mon- not non-profit, non-profit, there's no better way than give central. Andrew, you need to know this, and so does everyone else out there. We are a proud, 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 proud part, proud, proud part, proud, proud part, proud, proud, proud of the DYM podcast network. There's, There's so, many so many great, great shows. shows. Stop that. We oh, I, I'm too tired today. Look, uh, tons of content. Way Soul Keeper's got a new show coming out Soul early this Keeper? week. Yes. Oh, sorry. They said Soul Surfer. <laughs> no. <laughs> My head. I, no, no sorry. James. James has an awesome new show coming out this week. I, I know. Um, there's <laughs> now my train of thought Sorry. is completely derailed. I know Ronald and Michelle were just recording. There's so many good shows. You need to go check them out. A bunch of new content coming up. Um, go watch every single 
one of them. Watch. Go listen. We're the only one you can watch. What up video format? Ooh. Um, but go wow. listen. Wow. Shots fired. I'm just saying. Ooh. Everybody now has the gear because they were doing church online. So True. it's possible, but it's cool. We it's got cool. this. Frank does online. Frank does video Frankie, now. Frankie does. video now. You're right. I was We're not wrong. the only ones, Andrew. And I'm the only one who's drowned. That's Melissa Etheridge. That's not the Jordan Sparks song. Andrew. Everyone's a Jordan Sparks fan. I don't know if I can name a Jordan Sparks song. Uh, the No Air song that I was just saying. That's the only song of hers that I know. I think she sang the national anthem at a Super Bowl once, maybe. You know that one? I know that song, yes. That's a good one. It's a good song. Look, it's it's noon. We made it through almost an entire episode without talking sports, and you had a playoff victory this weekend. Yeah, Buccaneers won a playoff football game. I watched it on TV. Also, I'm an Ohio State fan, and so you've got a national a championship game tonight. Big, but today, the show got weirdly serious today. I'm sorry if you were tuning in for waffle stomping. This was just not your show. But well, no, we had a great open. We, there, was a, there was a period in the middle where, look, we had some lonely people reaching out. We had mooks and boovies. We had mooks and boovies. What we, did we say we were going to name the show? Put on a puffer vest? Put on a puffer No, there was a better one. <sighs> we we'll to, scroll we back up. We have to go through all the comments now to rename the show and uh, do it again next week. Austin says, uh, social media has ruined people, especially Tim's feed. I agree. Sorry, guys. I agree. We'll be here also, same same time, same I, place. My stuff wasn't scrolling, and so I thought like no one had commented in twenty minutes. No, 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 no. It has these. been nonstop. Cam, appreciate you, buddy. Hope you have a great week. Hope everyone has a great week. I hope just Cam has a great week, especially Cam. I mean, okay. Give Every, me okay. Here we go. Give me layers to hide behind. Thank you, Earl. Behind. Thank, Thank you, you, Earl. I appreciate it. Earl. Earl DM'd for the uh, one year one click bundle. It's all yours, Earl. Now I, I have mean, to find it. Yeah, got to find it. Hey, someone's got to use it. And uh, guys, we love you. We will see you next week. What's that? You want me to play our opening video again, Tim? Please do. Okay. That's right. Happy Monday, boys and girls. Good morning. Good morning. So excited to be here. We're in the new studio space. We're in the new studio space. Our Wi-Fi speed is incredible. I'm so excited about it. So excited. So excited. Glad got, you guys could join in. We've got a ton to talk about today. It's uh, It's been a tough week. It's been a tough week for many. It's been a divided week, but we are here to unite because yesterday was Sunday. And this, this right here, this is the morning after.